everybody. This is Angie for Angie's Peace. How has everybody been? Y'all, if I'm being honest, I am exhausted. I'm excited. I'm just a whole lot of things bundled up in one. It has been, well, you guys know I'm like a week behind the, uh, the other ladies at the table, Aja, Montu, Corinda, Chantel, and, and Mika was there this time, but I'm behind them, so a lot has happened from the time that they recorded up until the time that I'm recording now. So, um, just a lot has been going on. It was an exciting time, a stressful time, and my body still has not caught up with um, the time change, the fall back. So, I'm still trying to get used to that. I don't know why it's taking me so long. I swear, when you get older, it just takes longer for things to to get back on track. But anyway. Um, I am here with Angie's piece, a a piece of the Girlfriends Conversations to talk about the episode, Come See Me, About Me. And Asia, I guess Asia did this title. Asia is so good with the titles. You got to say that real heavy with your chest. You got to say, Come See Me, About Me. Honey, that was good. You did a good job with the the title of the episode, but... um, I think Corinda started it. I call it Corinda's Corner. Every time I write it down and I take notes so I can prepare myself, I say, starting off with Corinda's Corner. Her question is, would you rather be held in high regard by your parents or your friends? Let's see. By your parents or your friends. I'm like Matu on this one. I think Matu and Aja were kind of saying the same thing. Um... But I, I feel the same way about Matu. I think those go kind of go hand in hand. I mean, your parents raise you um, to be a certain way. And then after you're, you, you're raised, you know, to, to develop, you have a character about yourself. I mean, parents can do so much. You know, it's that nature versus nurture thing. I think kids or people are innately who they are, no matter how much a parent nurtures a child. I think nature plays a big role into that person that they become as well nature versus nurture I watched a documentary I'm big on documentaries about that and it was really interesting um, how these people tracked um, these particular kids Um, they did it illegally but this was way back in the day and it was nature versus nurture Um, and both of those kind of went hand in hand Um, but like the parents they they nurture you and they try to gear you into a certain way and most of the time, um, that kind of uh, decides kind of the, the character that you take on as you become an adult. Um, and I think, um, like the other ladies were saying, you know, when you get out into the real world and you start to develop relationships at work, um, within your community, um, and with your friends, um, it, it tends, it's, it's a reflection of who you were brought up to be in, in some way, unless you know, your environment has changed you in some kind of way. If you grew up real rough or if some traumatic situation happened, because those things can happen too, which can change a person as well. So anyway, just speaking about myself, I feel like, you know, I was, I feel like I am who I am. I would have been this way anyway. Um, Just as I watch my daughter, she, I raised her, but she, she, it's certain things about her that's jaded. And there's certain things about me that's Angelique. And those two things aren't equal. So I think, um, would I rather be held in high regard by my parents or my friends? I think 
innately you'd be held in high regard by your parents. Your parents will always think the world of you. Um, but um, the outside community too um, plays a big role into that as well. So I think I would like to know um, how my friends think about me. Am I held in high regard with my friends? Because I think if I'm held in high regard with my friends, um, that's a pat on the back to myself as an adult and also that trickles down to my parents, uh, my dad, you know, and, um, and my mom as well and how I was raised. So that's my take on that. And then moving on to the topic that was discussed, come see about me, the value of relationships, i.e. mainly friendships and friendships with coworkers, friendship with friends, just friendships in, in relationships, excuse me, in general. Um, just outside of romantic relationships, just how you value those things and how um, and how um, th- you hold those things dear to you. And so um, I think one of the ladies, I don't remember which one, um, brought something up. Are people building you up or are they tearing you down? I just feel like if they're your friends, um, I, for me, I'll just speak for me. I just need a friend to be a friend. It's not necessarily that I need you. If you're my friend, number one, you wouldn't be tearing me down because then you wouldn't be a friend, right? We're getting a little bit older now, um, knocking on the door of 40. So I don't think, um, you know, sometimes when you're talking with your kids, you got to show them, you know, like, is this person really your friend? If they're doing this, if they're saying this, are they really your friend? But I think at this age, you kind of pass that. So I think if you consider someone to be a friend, then they would not be tearing you down. And if you do have somebody that is tearing you down and you hold them to high esteem in your life, then maybe that person is not so much of a, of a friend as you think they are. So forget the tearing down part because I don't consider that person to be a friend. So for me and with my friendships, I just need my friend to be my friend. It's not like I need you to be my motivator. Um, although sometimes we need that in life. You need that those people sometimes to send you words of encouragement um, to be there. But I'm not. Uh, it's not like I need it from you. Sometimes I just need a friend to be someone you can get with. You can reminisce on the past, um, talk about your future, talk about your present, daydream a little bit. Just enjoy somebody that you can enjoy all parts of life with. Um, And so that's kind of what I view as a friend. So I wouldn't be friends or call myself a friend to someone who was tearing me down. So that wouldn't be an issue for me. I might speak in particular to one particular friend that I have um, who was a co-worker initially and then became a friend. This person is so very cool, so very calm and collected, so very smart and so... um, so interesting you know and I think sometimes sometimes it's just a vibe like that's the thing nowadays people say that all the time it's a vibe like it's just a vibration that people have and I think you can connect with certain people on on, for certain reasons you know and for me in particular with this person we connected because um, a lot of reasons a lot of um, situations we were always the same like when it came to work and just at my job sometimes you have to be you have to know how to multitask and to to think out of the box and just be ready for any change several changes at any time of the day and me and her would be like what in the world is going on we would just always be on that same wavelength we would always be the ones 
to the side. I work remotely, so we will always be the ones in a separate chat talking about, girl, what are they talking about? How do we need to get on point? Like, what do we need to do? We were always um, each other's, um, and, I, and, I, and I'll say this, we were accountability partners, or we are accountability partners for each other. So she keeps me on point. I keep her on point. I can come to her with questions. She can come to me with questions. And then that developed our friendship as well. Like outside of work, we can get on the phone. We can go out to eat when the world is right. And we can talk about family. We can talk about friendship. She's also a married friend. And she is also one person that, because I never do this, but just kind of open up about, you know, relationship things. And she's somebody's um, opinion that I value because she understands because she is also um, in the type of relationship that I'm in with um, being married and everything so she is a good rela- uh, good friend and she always um, a good thing that she does is checks me because sometimes you know when you're at work and somebody sends you an email and you want to respond but you want to respond without all the pleasantries and just get straight to the point and so you can infer some tone within that email. So I always, she's always my person that I go to and say, read this to make sure that I'm not, you know, you know, going off kelter, just not being too hot headed, you know, saying what I want to say, but, you know, still being affirmative in my response, but not being too aggressive in the email. So she's always my accountability partner for that. And I appreciate that. I have another friend too outside of work it's a personal friend but a different friend from the girls at the table and she is my strong friend like everyone has a strong friend and she is so grounded so educated so um just so knowledgeable she's like a I call I, I would say to myself she's like a jack of all trades she's knowledgeable about a lot of things um and she's just fun we met at college and we've always been friends and um still remain friends to this day Um, She's so absolute. She's so um, on point and resolute with her decisions. Um, Just how she moves in life, I appreciate. Um, And we have fun, you know, so that makes her a good friend to me. So those are the types of people that I have around. Like people pour certain things into your life. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you know, somebody always motivating you to do this or motivating you to do that. Sometimes you just need a friend. And most of the times, that's what I need. Um, I always think about just in relationship. Um, like people give you little pieces of them, little pieces of them. And that's those are the things that um, you hold close to the chest. Those are the things that um, influence you the most about a person. And those are the things that you'll always remember um, that person for, even if they're not in your life, you know. Um, if they're not in your life physically, but maybe still in the spiritual sense, or maybe they're just, you know, you just, you know, have were friends for a season, you know, and that's okay. I just think people leave um, certain tidbits and those are the things that you take and you hold close because it may not have been a good relationship uh, to you, but it may just have been um, for a certain season. I remember, I think it was Matu was talking about seasons and it may just been for that, just a certain season where somebody was just to come in and just to show you something, expose you to something, tell you something, teach you something. And maybe that's all it was for. And so that's that on that. Um, someone brought up the fact about friends draining friends. And I think that can happen. That has happened to me. 
Um, I agree with Matu on this one. I wrote that down in my notes. Um, she was, I, I agree with her a lot on, on this topic, on a lot of things that she was saying in this one, but friends do train friends. I mean, sometimes you'll have people, um, certain people need certain things. People require certain things out of a friendship. Some people need somebody that they can call and talk to on the phone every day. Some people can need somebody that they can, um, just confide in and tell you about every situation, whether big or small. And most of the time it's small. You know, some people need that. Um, and me in particular, sometimes, um, with certain friends, I would say maybe I wasn't that friend that they needed at that certain time in their life. And I'm able to accept that and understand that. Um, because sometimes like my two, I think my two and Corinda were saying, sometimes I didn't answer the phone. Um, sometimes I realized that the conversation or the situation that they were bringing me into was draining. Didn't make them less of a friend to me, but I honestly may have been less of a friend to them because I wasn't what they needed at the time. And that's okay. I'll take that because I acknowledge that and I understand that. Um, does it change who I am? Probably not. Um, but I realized that maybe I was not that friend that the person needed at that time. And I'm willing to accept that. It doesn't mean that I drop the friend and hopefully they won't drop me, but it may change how that person moves around you. You know, that person may not call you as much as they used to. That person may not be around you as much as they used to. And I've accepted that. Um, not that I think any less of them. And I would think, I would hope, um, that they wouldn't think any less of me. It's just that, I'm not that person that they need for whatever situation that they're in. And then they choose to go find that somewhere else. And you can only respect somebody for that. So those are things that I have accepted and learned um, in friendships. Um, another thing um, they were talking about, Matu brought it up, was the cancel culture and how you can just get rid of somebody because they're not pouring into you or you feel like, I don't know, they're making bad decisions or you know, and I agree. I completely agree with everything she said. Cause I, I do think people, everybody is so different in how they choose to carry relationships in me. I am, I don't know, I guess you, when you get older, you start to reflect on decisions that you make and how, um, how you move in life. And sometimes for me, I think it's kind of like a defense mechanism thing. Um, maybe like if your feelings have been hurt, um, maybe, you know, if things didn't go a certain way, maybe in life, you choose to make sure that that does not happen again. So you don't allow those things to happen in your realm anymore. And it doesn't mean that you no longer like that person. It's just that I know that I'm not going to allow you to do this to me because I can see it coming now because now you're older, you know, so, um, I don't really need a friend, um, to, 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 to kind of be there for me in that way to like, I just need a friend to be a friend, you know, and the cancel culture, um, I guess so much, like I said, I just said this before. I mean, you can understand if somebody has to move on cause somebody has to get the things that feed them and I might not be what they need, but you can, and I can't be mad at somebody if they choose to move on and kind of lay this relationship that we have to the side because they need to go get something else that they need. So in that sense, I can understand. Um, and you can't be mad for somebody making decisions that are best for them. Um, I think true friends, true friends, my friends, all the girls at the table, my two, Asia, Tierra, Chantel, 
Corinda, those girls, like, they keep you grounded because one thing about true relationships, they know you. You know, you cannot pull the shade over their eyes. You know, you may be, um, you know, moving in a different lane nowadays or flying so high, you know, that you sometimes people need other people to keep them grounded and just remember um, innately who you are. Not that people don't change, but sometimes you just need that real, that comfort. It's like being around family. Family always gives you comfort. It's like uh, like it feeds your soul, you know, and that's how it is with my friends. I feel like my friends, those girls at that table, my college friends, my coworker, those those people, they make you whole again because life can beat you up so much just with the ripping and running of life, the different things that you have to do, the different things that you want to do, the different things that you need to do, you know, all those different things that are going on. But I know when I get with these particular group of people, you know, they're going to fill those gaps and they're going to fill those holes that I may have, you know, just by being a friend, just by laughing, giggling and talking. And that's what we do. And I think that's so important um, that they know you and then they can fill in those gaps um, where sometimes you don't even know that they're missing, but you feel so full after you've left. You know, I remember um, me and Raymond, we talk about this a lot. Every time you get with your friends, like I won't eat, I'll be talking the loudest I'll be so excited probably talking too much probably drinking too much talking too loud but I just it, that is so much fun like those those are some of the best times when we doing nothing but just like having pure fun like those are the best times in the world and I cherish those and so that's how that's a great feeling to be able to have those friends which is rare I'll tell you the truth it's rare because you see you hear so many people like, um, in particular, the girls at the table, we have been friends for years. Some of them have been friends longer because I didn't meet them till high school. But for to have friends, you know, from high school and you still be friends now, that's very rare. You know, a lot of people don't have those type of relationships. So I think to me, those are relationships that I could never lay down to the side as if they didn't matter. You know, we may not talk that much just because I'm not a phone talking person. I love to be together you know, whether it just be, you know, with blankets and watching TV, with drinks or out to eat or, you know, wherever. I just like to be together in the moment. I am so not a phone person. Maybe I think I was when I was younger, but I am not now. I just, I don't know. It just ain't me. I, I hate it. But um, just those, those people, those are not the relationships that I would ever choose to lay down to the side because um, they just, they feed your soul and they make, they make you who you are to me. Um, another lady, um, another lady, child, Chantel, I think brought up to talk about, um, to lose friendships based off bad decisions or, you know, different things like, or to put somebody to the side because, um, I don't know, maybe they're, they're not making the best decisions for their life. And I would never do that because it's been done to me. Um, another story. I had a particular friend at a certain time. And, um, and maybe you could look at it as maybe you weren't, maybe I was not the, that much of a friend to them as I thought I was, but we were younger. So anyway, so anyway, I considered this person a friend and used to hang around each other a lot. I mean, we talked on the phone, we hung out together a lot. And then I was making certain decisions in my life. Maybe, I mean, they weren't detrimental where it was life or death decisions or situations, but as far as like, um, certain things, I guess that person did not agree um, with those decisions. And 
ended the relationship, not verbally with me, like being straightforward, but maybe more passively where they just backed out of my life, you know, in a silent way, just as a person that, you know, didn't talk, I didn't talk to on the phone anymore or um, wouldn't answer my calls. And um, being that that has been done to me, and this was a long time ago, I'd never do that to anybody. I never do because it's awful. Because even though that's been so many years ago, I'd say maybe 15, 20, I'd say about 15, 15 years ago, I, I, I remember that. I still think about it and it's and it still hurts like that that hurt my feelings a lot so no I don't think because people are gonna make bad decisions I mean who are you to say how some the decisions that somebody makes in their life is not affecting you you know people are people people are gonna choose to do whatever it is that they they want to do you may not agree you can provide your two cents um, that doesn't mean that they're gonna change but that doesn't change um, my, my job as a friend is to be a friend is not to be you know like your mother your father if you're not I get going out here getting strung out on drugs or you know an abusive relationship or committing crimes or anything like that my job as a friend is to be supportive and whatever it is that you're going through and whatever it is that you choose to share and um, for you to just let somebody go because of maybe they're in a bad place or making bad decisions I don't think is fair you know I don't think it's nice but people choose to do what they want to do hell it's just one of them things you got to get over with but but I would for me I would never do that because um, because that's 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 not a good thing. I wouldn't do that. If you're my friend, you're my friend. Right or wrong, good or bad, we can all get through anything together. And then I would just be there on the other side when you know, when you take off the rose colored glasses and realize whatever that thing was ain't really that thing that you thought it was, then we can come on to the side, have some drinks and talk about it and we can move on together. But I would never leave a friend out there, you know, to, to by themselves to figure it out. Um, do I need to gain something all the time from my friends? I don't. I think I just talked about this. They were kind of talking in circles, kind of about the same thing. But no, I don't look at friendships as a give and a take. Um, I mean, they are, I guess, subconsciously as a give and a take. I may need to pour a little bit more into your glass. And then eventually you may need to pour a little into mine. But that's not... Um, that's not why I'm your friend. I'm your friend because I, I want to be there through the good, through the celebrations. I want to be there for the bad, um, from the heartaches, for the pain. And I just want to be there when it's, you know, just when the world is even. So we can just talk and have fun and just live life together. It doesn't always, for me, have to be like this person needs to be giving me something. I think if you're a true friend, as I mean, we're older now, and a lot of the time, I mean, how many new, I mean, I guess, I guess in, in certain areas you are meeting new friends, but you ain't so quick to just throw a label of friend to just anybody that you've just met. I mean, they don't even know you, you know, just your, your true friends, those people that I know, or the, those people that I've been through life with, um, I'm not looking for you to directly give me something. I'm just looking for you to be supportive as a friend. And I guess that's just what your definition, it shouldn't be like a, a contract. It shouldn't be like a business arrangement. I don't look at friendships that way. I just need somebody innately to be supportive and just to, just to be a friend. Can we just hang out? It ain't gotta be, you know, all formal like that. Can we just be who we are? Can we just reminisce on what happened in 99? That's it. 
you know, I don't want to talk about nothing else but that. You know, sometimes you might have those moments. Can we just talk about, you know, what somebody did, 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 you know, did this or whatever. That's all I need for today. Sometimes that's, that's it. You know, sometimes, um, I don't know, you know, new wave things, people, people, you know, want to take advantage of maybe a certain person's position or a certain person's uh, title or something like that. But that's not really me. Um, never has been and probably never will be. So that's my two cents on that piece of the story. Um, what else did I write here on this paper? I have to write things down because it's so difficult to have these conversations by yourself when you're not at the table with the girls. Um yeah, yep. I kind of touched on everything that they were talking about just to give my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I don't want my relationships or my friendships to be based or any relationship, friendship, whatever, to be based off of a need to, you know, to attain something. Um, so I, I, later on in their conversation, they talked about mending broken relationships. Can broken relationships, friendships be mended? And I believe that they can be, but it probably may not. If you're being, if, if like for me, if I was being honest with the relationship or friendships that went to the left for me, it was because maybe that person wasn't who they needed to be for me, or maybe it was the flip side. I wasn't who I needed to be for them. And so if you choose to circle back around and to, to go into a, a, a friendship with that person, continue a friendship with that person, it will probably be different. I don't think, I think it would be, um, it wouldn't be genuine if you chose to just pick up where you left off and not realize that change, that the, not realize the person for who they are. Because clearly it was a reason to why that relationship isn't, wasn't the way that it needed to be. Um, for me, I know that I've had to look at things and carry myself a different way because, again, like I said earlier, I wasn't what that person needed from me at that time. And I understand that. Um, and so, therefore, I know not that I happened to change myself or bend over backwards or create this new personality or create this new Angelique because of who, you know, this friend is. That's not the case, but I just know who she is. I know what she requires and I know if at the time I'm willing to give that or not, you know, I, and I think you have to carry the friendship a different way. You have to honor them um, and um, just acknowledge the fact if you were wrong and then make those changes um, to move forward. And I think that happens as you get older. I think when you're younger, you're really not looking at it like that. But um, a lot of the times when, I, you know, now I look back and I see um Maybe changes could have been made. Maybe I couldn't have said, shouldn't have said that, should have said more. Did You know, probably didn't say enough, should have. Um, but that's always um, a double-edged sword, too, because I know a lot of people say, well, you, when, you, know, you should say this if they say that. Well, I can't really say that because you can only be um, as honest um, with the information that the person is willing to give you. If they're not giving you the real information or they ain't giving you the real tea, then how am I supposed to be honest? I can't be honest if it ain't real. I can just go off of what somebody is telling me. So if that's what they're telling me, then that's what it is. I mean, we all grow. I'm not here to question anybody on the level of honesty that they're willing to provide me. If that's all they wanted to say, then that's all they wanted to say. And that's all I got to give, honey. That is it. 
So um, I'm not, you know, the, the judge, the, the prosecutor here. I'm not here to give you run through a line of questions. If we're going to talk and we're and I would hope that we could talk honestly about whatever situation it is, um, then I can only give advice if I'm even given advice. I can only give my opinion if it's asked based off what the person tells me. And that's vice versa, too. Um, you can't um, expect honesty and realness if you ain't willing to give it. I always try to give it, um, and I just I, I feel like my friends give it to me. If they don't, it's not it's not on me. It's on them because they weren't being honest to me. It wasn't that I wasn't being honest to them? So that's that on that. Um, and then staying stuck in bad relationships. I don't stay stuck in bad relationships. If it's a no go, then it's a no go. Um, uh, you're older now, and so um, a lot of the relationships and friendships that I've had, I've had for some time. And I think I'm always, just based off my personality, try to be always open to new relationships. But I can only be who I am. And I can, I'm, not, I'm not a pretender. I'm not a liar. And I am not a faker. You know, I'm just kind of angelic. I am who I am. I don't know how to put on for people or put on a show or nothing like that. It just kind of is what it is because that other stuff is too exhausting for me. So to stay stuck in a bad friendship, I don't stay stuck in a bad friendship because I don't have no bad friendship. And so um, that's that on that. So full circle, um, just looking back um, at my friendships, um, my you, all of my friendships are pretty much, um, you know, built off the same foundation. You know what I mean? Like um, we hold each other accountable. Um, we are each other's keeper. We try to be. Um, we motivate each other. Um, we are great listeners. And um, we just love um, the fellowship. Uh, the fellowship, I think that that is a thing. I, I, for me, I'll speak for myself with my friends and my groups. I love the fellowship. And those are the things that feed me. Those are the things um, that, um, that, that just feed me and, and help to feed our relationships. Um, and, and that's what um, I appreciate about my friendships and relationships that I have. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for Angie's Peace um, this time. So I guess um, in the next two weeks, I'll be back online with a new uh, topic to discuss uh, based off what the ladies present at the table. So I'm wishing everyone a good week, a good restful week. I plan on getting some rest myself and just some clarity in my mind. And um, I'm wishing the same for everyone else. Be sure to continue to listen to the iPods. Um, the, excuse me. Yeah. But continue to listen to the uh, podcast. Excuse me. Lord. Continue to listen to the podcast. Um, continue to support and stay active on the Facebook page. Thank you guys. Bye bye.